Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 81215. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, okay, good morning. Hi there. Uh, we're in Edinburgh, which is a, a large. Oh, I wish you told me. It's a large Scotland. urban conurbation, is it? Yeah. It's very nice. Lovely. Nice. Edinburgh. I'm having the time of my life. Uh, this <laughs> was. Ti- uh, I Why are you using the past tense for, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. for my version of the song? I realised then I suddenly I couldn't remember the tense, whether it was this is the time. It's I've had. had. I've had. Oh, sorry. What, like what I was singing. Quietly, it's, uh, granted. It's one of those um, terrible moments when you're mid-song. Oh. And, uh, sorry, I'm... And if I sound a little hesitant, I'm, uh, for some reason I can't hear myself. You two um, are doing shows up Can here. we ever hear ourselves, really, in life? <laughs> can Early we philosophy. Can we, if we could hear ourselves, one feels we'd say a lot less if you received my meaning. Yeah, Nevertheless. We, we've got a new studio and we're getting adjusted to it. You yeah. two are doing shows up here and mm-hmm. I'm doing very little, really, which I'm enjoying. You're, swan- you're swanning, aren't you? I'm swanning. Actually, you're doing more than we are in your own little way. And I've put a lot... In of your th- own little way. <laughs> Oh. Sweetheart. Oh, that's fine. Right. You'll pay for it uh, <laughs> later. And um, I've put quite a lot of thought into my Edinburgh look this year. In your Edinburgh look? Yeah. When oh. I go out in the morning, I want to look like female reviewer because I have lots of laminates. I need laminates everywhere I go. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but with slightly better conditioned hair. <laughs> yeah. Do you know I what I mean? They I always have a bad hair. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, I, I these women. I, I can't slag I off reviewers at this stage in the first <laughs> no. no, I always think they look fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I uh, I think yeah, I, I'm not sure about the the tartan pants suit. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. It's as, snug. An attempt, as an attempt to blend in, I think it's misfired. I went to see Frank's show last night. Frank's How was it? Show. Absolutely blinding. The I Guardian. Was, I was standing in the queue with you Daisy. You should be a reviewer. Blind, <laughs> blinding. You shouldn't be backlit, Frank. Did you know? Well, no, there was no, an no, awkward moment that. when I inquired about tickets at our shared management company. Yeah. I was told we'll see what we can do, but it is sold out. Nice. Can you imagine how that went down on a scale of one to ten? Can mm. I point out that not all the shows are sold? Out? Okay, mm. that particular one was. <laughs> Tickets one still was. available is my nickname on the show. Don't yeah. you start? That's my territory. TSA. <laughs> <laughs> TSA Cochrane. That's what it's it Sounds like an American author. <laughs> Tickets still available, Cochrane. I'd have that. Frank, oh. when we were standing outside your gig. Uh, there was a queue. Oh, there was a queue. It was mm. snaky. It was snaking around the block. <laughs> I was sat there because I didn't want to get in the queue, even though I had to. I was leaving it to the last possible I'm sorry minute. you had to queue. I know you don't like I that. wanted to show I was VIP, so <laughs> I, I sat there like a homeless person on the steps. Right. And Daisy, I couldn't believe it, she said, all these people can't be for Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I've never... I said... I, what? You said what? I said, he's doing quite well. So yep. they can't all be for Frank. I don't oh. think they're all for Frank. See, this <laughs> is how I'm viewed by those closest to me. With proving that a prophet is without honour in his own land. Yeah. I don't think you should discuss profit at the Edinburgh Festival either. No, that doesn't exist. <laughs> I would have gone to see Alan's show, Frank, but tickets weren't so forthcoming. I won't lie. Well, uh, my show slightly overlaps with Frank's, or rather, does. his overlaps slightly with mine. So you couldn't have done them both on the same night. So okay, just saying. Yeah, just yeah it'd be a bit David Frost on Concord. 
Time that, oh, how similar it would be. <laughs> yes, it would really. Very. Anyway, it was, uh, we're off, as they say. We've mm. And we're off. Uh, we've done shows. And, Giddy up. Uh, we're off, and it's lovely to be in probably the world's great artist, the Arts Festival, do you think? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's certainly the world's largest. You are. <laughs> um, Glad you didn't say that to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm fine oh, with it. Oh, God, what if I'd said that to you? That no, that'd be bad. Been, just like you could have been able to hear the sulk through the speakers mm-hmm. in, in your own homes. How terrible it would have been. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yes. We had a review from last <gasps> night. Uh, uh-oh. Do you want to hear it? No. Um, well, I don't do reviews. Go on. Okay. Mitch Price, he says, Frank Skinner, in brackets, in top form for his opening 90 minutes at Edinburgh, mature, measured filth. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I don't mind that. I've been called that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. MMF. <laughs> yeah, she's MMF. Hey. <laughs> so, um, I, um, I've had a strange week, I must say. Oh, go on. Yeah, I, um... I got um, bitten by something in my garden. Oh. And you know, I got I got bit the other week. I was talking about... Oh, we putting, um, putting, putting spit on your insect bite, weren't I we? I was, yeah. Well, I got bitten again, but this one, uh, spit wouldn't have done this one. Well, was, this is um, from the SMM community over for a barbecue. <laughs> no, I... Uh, <laughs> you said. No. I, I, uh, I went... Uh, I had to do a, a TV show, mm. and can you believe this was how bad it was? I um I did the I did the show in slippers. No, yeah, oh. I couldn't get a shoe on. Wow, uh, you need to get to my age. You can't get a shoe on. I know you expect that, but yeah. I, I, so yeah, I actually had black, proper black, shiny. There's a real weird moment. The wardrobe woman said, "You're not going to get this shoe on. I'll have to go into town and get you some black slippers." And there was a runner who I guess was about twenty, mm. young uh, woman. She said, "Black slippers." <laughs> Where are you going to get those? <laughs> and I That's thought, a good point. This is odd. Are they really unusual? <laughs> I don't... I don't anyway, she got some. Oh, good for her. I so, think you should uh, have done them in flip-flops, like you'd lost your mind. Well, I'm a man who does... I don't wear cool. slippers in the house. Yeah, but flip-flops really. and a suit, Frank. <laughs> I love that. What about those sort of um, orthopaedic slipper things that we got sent to the show? Why well, couldn't you yeah, have I done didn't them? have them with me. I don't carry <laughs> them everywhere on the off chance I got septic. <laughs> <laughs> But so, uh, also, I always think there's a man, I probably shouldn't name him, but there was a man that lived in my road when I was a kid who, who used to get to the shops in his slippers. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> we all used to say, oh, there's Mr. Let's call him Mr. S. There's Mr. S in his slippers. Yeah. And, um, and then, sure enough, as my mum put it, his wife got a fancy man. Yeah, <laughs> right. It will happen. And uh, mm-hmm. I've always thought, well, you would, wouldn't you? Because you'd think, do I really want, want to be with uh, Mr. Slipper, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, so I had to do that. And I, got, uh, I go to the shop in flip-flops and I've gone away. Is my wife fine, do we think? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Do you go to the shop in slippers? In flip-flops. In just some... Uh, yeah, but that's a David Beckham hot dad look you're trying to cultivate. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Let's very not lie. Much, that's very that's much right. what he's after. That's oh, absolutely he's so right. Is. Let's move on. But Oops, I was... Good uh, work. I had a weeping foot, is what I had. I saw the picture. Yeah, so oh. it, it swelled up and then it, it, it stuff come out of it. It oozed. Weeping foot actually would be a great name for a Native American. <laughs> <laughs> for you. Yeah. <laughs> you come weeping... Uh, do they still? Can you do that? <laughs> okay. Um, 
Yes, I got bitten hull when I was in my garden. And, uh... <laughs> so swollen. It was awful. I, I mean, I actually, um... You look like Shrek. I was in, um, A&E singing, uh, While My Foot Gently Weeps. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, trying to lighten the... But it wasn't. But the... The show was, um, it, with, with the foot, was a very strange experience, which I shall share with you in just a moment. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So, I, I turned up to do this uh, TV show. Oh, yeah. And uh, the sound woman, the woman who was doing the sound... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd say, I'd try some different syntax on my initial sentence. Mm -hmm. I like that, it's very modern as well. Thanks. She, um, she said, um, oh, welcome back to television. Ooh. <laughs> oh. oh. And, I, of course, I started doing that pathetic thing when this happens, of going through your CV. For the last well, few actually, years. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm one. doing quite a bit. Most, uh, <laughs> oh, pathetic. Oh, no. And she said, oh, oh, well, I don't, I don't watch, uh, and then it just tailed away. But that's just watch television. I had a bad, I had a bad foot. I'd been, I'd been. I think it was, it was done in a nice way as well. Oh, welcome it? back. Oh. oh, welcome back. Oh dear. Nevertheless, so um, anyway, I, I I did the show, and then at the end, I um, oh, that was the other thing. Because I said, no, no, I'm doing like I do room one one of it. So she went, really? <laughs> like oh. I might be making it up. Oh, can I just say I love that woman? <laughs> anyway. Well, she said to me as well, she said, well, you guess, you guess on things, but you don't actually do your own stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> let, let go, Are you sure go. you didn't have some sort of past with her? <sighs> no, I definitely didn't. Okay. Have, have a, no. um, I don't know, my past now is so, has got so dim and distant, I can't, mm. I don't know where it's been. So anyway, I ended up in uh, A&E at uh, 10.30 with my foot by now swollen, blistered red glowing and um i was in there for two and a half hours <gasps> wow now i'm lying three and a half hours liar uh, three and a half yes <laughs> i don't know what i mean al have you still not seen the photographs i've seen a photograph of um, it looks yeah. like you know i believe chris rock does a bit of material about the large lady and i believe he says they look like they bake in bread in her shoe <laughs> that yeah. is what your foot looked like yes um, does he say that? Yes, I believe so. Weirdo. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I. But the it did. It suddenly struck me because even in the very midst of such um, difficult situations, I like to think about language mm -hmm. and all its intricacies. Here's the question: Are patients called patients because they have to be patient? <laughs> they have to wait a long time. <laughs> I'm serious. Any idea? Can we have that as well, a is it any idea? Yeah, yes. yes. Yeah, no. If there's any readers that know the answer to that, I, that there's got to be something. It's a bit of a coincidence, mm. patient and patient, and okay. the NHS have all come together in, in one beautiful <laughs> moment. So anyway, um, I was a bit... When I went in, I gave my, my birth name. Um, I thought you said your birthday. I nearly vomited. Is, um, <laughs> you know, I was born Christopher Collins. That's my, and I gave that name because I thought it's going to be a bit embarrassing if I'm sitting in A&E and a woman comes <laughs> out. You know, you know, it was getting a bit late. And, and so some strange people arrive in A&E. It yeah. can be a scary place. And come and says, Frank Skin, I'm just going to feel, mm -hmm. you know. I don't want anyone shouting, welcome back to television. <laughs> <laughs> so I was sitting there, so the nurse come out and says... Uh, <laughs> She said, um, 
<laughs> she said, Gary Vitter. <laughs> and there was, a man, there was a man called Gary Vitter who was in there. And uh, I, <laughs> I did enjoy that. And, and his name must have got called through the evening about four times to see various people. Yeah. And I, every time she come out, I thought, because you're trying to be straight, because Gary Vitter wasn't sitting that far away from me. Yeah. But I knew every time she said it, I was going to start <laughs> laughing. And I thought, you know, I'm, oh. and there's always someone worse off. That's what I oh, thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, um, so, yeah, so maybe I'm thinking... Uh, so this all happened in my garden, this bite. Uh, they told me they think it's a spider bite. Is that right? Really? Apparently spiders um, uh, carry a bit more... Uh, it, it, was, it got uh, infected. Oh, so, um, Frank... I, I was thinking of gardening as being my gentle retirement mm -hmm. thing, and now it, I, I see it. it's like I've taken up, like, you know, those pensioners at bungee jump <laughs> yes. to prove to prove that it's like that now. I'm yeah. taking my oh, life. Oh, darling, just pay someone. That's what I do. You know what? Mm -hmm. I might uh, done that before, but I'm surprised you've mentioned it on air. My face, someone to get her garden done. Yeah, that's true. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, uh, we've heard from one of our readers. Oh, this yeah. is from Ian. Mm. Ian Penniket, who says, Frank, Emily and Alan, how been ya? Yeah, been ya. As I'm... Yes, fair it's enough. It's a West Midlands thing. Yes, I know what it is. I can say it very well. How been ya? As I'm <laughs> usually out on a Saturday morning, I thought I'd email tonight, Friday, so he's one of our Friday night crew. Oh, yeah. Alan works with them a lot. I've been a long-time listener to the podcast, and I recently heard of your mild annoyance of the Twelfths. Yes. This is to do with the fact that I no longer operate on it. I'll see you at ten past, or mm. um, be there for twenty past. I, I'm, I'm using the 19s, the 16s, yeah. the 17s. It mm -hmm. feels great. Yeah. I used to be a driving instructor, and the practical driving test times in Dudley, as if I need to be told this, were as follows. 9.07am, 10.14am, 11.11am... 12.38 p.m. and 2.42. There was also 8.20 and 1.40 available, but I used to ignore those. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm off to catch the 8.35 to crew to enable me to swill from a bottle of Ricard. Cheers, Ian. Yes, because the 8.35, that's sort of spoilt it, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm, I know. I think he's a reference there to I used to drink a Ricard on trains. Yes, that was in what I call your unfortunate years. Yes, <laughs> it used to make me feel buoyant, mm -hmm. but... I mean, you can criticise it. I felt incredibly buoyant. <laughs> <laughs> you can criticise it, yes. Buoyant. And as I always say, it gave you a lot of room on a train. <laughs> even though if you were behaving... <laughs> even if you were really quiet and just reading the paper, if you were reading the paper and drinking what I used to call a flask of Ricard, because it was in a slightly flask-shaped bottle, yeah. um, people don't sit by you. No, I wouldn't. Prejudice. Yeah. I don't drink. I don't sit by people drinking on trains at all. Mm -hmm. I think people drinking on trains is extraordinary, <laughs> or any form of public transport. You mm. wouldn't do that on a bus. You wouldn't do that on a tube. You've got no, a bottle no, of wine. I, I did it on a bus. I've drank on all of those modes of transport. Yeah, you two. Guess what? You're not benchmarks of normality. I left a few benchmarks in those days. <laughs> 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 Tell you that. I am. Um, I had to. Uh, I'm going to do... You know, occasionally I've lapsed into something I said I, I would never do in my life, and that's the funny things that they say. Oh, yeah. That parents do. I know oh, it's yeah. very awful. But I was changing... Tickets still available for my show, by the way, <laughs> on the subject of uh, funny things kids say. Yes. Um, TSA. Yeah. yeah, TSA. 
By the way, I had a, the, the doctor in um, in A um, and E. I went back and had to see this woman the next day, and she said, "I want you to come in tomorrow as well." And I said, "I've got to go to Edinburgh," mm. and she said, "No, I'm telling you, I need to have a look at this foot tomorrow." And I said, "Honestly, I have uh-huh. to, I have to go." And she said, "Well, look, what you what you're you're I want to make this clear: you're going against medical advice." <gasps> And she wrote me a letter to so if I had problems up here that I could show what I'd been injected with and stuff. And she wrote, can I say this patient is in Edinburgh against medical advice? And <gasps> so I'm thinking AMA for my, uh, for my thing. Against medical advice? Against no. medical advice wouldn't be a bad title for a show in Edinburgh. Do you know, the good. fact that you did that is so Tom Cruise, and I'm yeah. finding it quite sexy. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Well, I, I knew I've been... <laughs> I'd find something eventually. <laughs> God knows I've trawled. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, for me, it was the Ricard on the train. <laughs> anyway, I was putting my son to, to bed, and uh, which he, he, he generally fights against, and he sleeps mm. with um, two toys, you know, two um, cuddly toys. And he said, uh, oh, uh, blah, blah, and blah, blah, they're, they're sleeping. I said, that's why you've got to go to sleep nice and quiet and oh, not cry. good idea. Because otherwise you'll wake them up. And he said to me... Uh, well, they're just Buzzy's toys. <laughs> and I thought, you can't do that. You can't say they're sleeping and then and then reduce them to inanimate objects. And yeah. I mean, that, I mean, he's torn down the wall, and I love him for he's that. He's playing with reality. And I, I mean, early on, he's yeah, the fourth wall's gone completely. he might be a filmmaker. And I he led me into, he led me into yeah. it with the they're sleeping. So, you know... Yeah. So, he, you know, he is quite young to be aware of that. Yeah, I thought it was um, it was it was a bit uh, scary, and I felt <laughs> I felt like he'd you know what he'd done he, he'd led me onto the carpet and then pulled it away mm-hmm. from under me. It was a trap. I don't think there's any doubt about that. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Uh, I, oh, I was, was a little creaky chair there. Yeah, no, no that's my spine. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm sorry, I lapsed into the funny things they say. But um, can I just add, I was changing his nap the other day and he looked at me and said, I like John Lewis. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he mean the shop or he does he know shop. a John Lewis? No, he had been taken to the shop. And he, he <laughs> I thought decided. it might have been a playgroup with somebody with <laughs> on, his, on his list. Can I say I love a retail-aware child? Yeah, it would be... Uh, I thought that would be a great advert. That's a great, brilliant advert. Great radio well, advert if I'd Maybe get it. rid of the nappy side of things, depending on... Yeah, you don't. You wouldn't need to no. have that. It's on radio. Okay. You just okay. have to... I just need to cut, cut that out. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't like it, but I once walked out with my son on a Sunday afternoon and my wife, and, uh, and he turned around and went, Can we go to the pub? I said, oh. if it's what you want, son, yes, yes we can. So we, went to the pub. we went to the pub, got in a bag of crisps. That's you sit him outside with lemonade and crisps. No, I went oh, outside panda with cola, beer. Frank. I just left him that's somewhere. What, they, g- they used to give them panda cola, didn't they? Honestly, when I was when I first started going to the pub, mm-hmm. when I was what fourteen. Oh, um, what a lovely anecdote! There used to be uh, <laughs> there used to be kids sitting in cars all over the yeah. car park with it. Was it was like they're like stakeouts. Mm-hmm. You know when you see that coppers in there, <laughs> like that kid sitting there with lemonade and crisps, like they were watching the brilliant. Uh, we have some news on news? patient. I kind of thought the Queen had done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, every morning, every morning, I re- this is absolutely true. I reach across to my phone to see if the Queen's still with us. <laughs> For, I do. I go straight to uh, the Sky News app. I, I wake up every morning and say, um, "I love John Lewis." <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Emily Allen, and that guy who used to always be on telly. Oh. oh. 
<laughs> patient comes from the Latin patientem, which is the present participle of patty, to suffer. Kind regards. Oh. Kind regards. That's from uh, John Symes. So why do we use patient, then? In, other, in the other thing. If Can I tell you what I like? Patient. He's your listener with the OED to hand. So he's obviously an he old school type. He might and I like him for that. Yeah. What if he just knew it off the top of his head? That'd be impressive. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so, um, well, I would say call me. But um, as you may or may not be aware, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> a boyfriend. Who's in an uh, award-winning HBO drama currently. <laughs> I think we can... Thank you. We can probably save you a bit of time by getting a I've Got a Boyfriend jingle <laughs> that you can hit. Yes. <laughs> what about IGAB? I've got a boyfriend. Just yeah. What about you saying I've got a boyfriend over the Game of Thrones theme? Yes. <laughs> what about That'd I see good. it to the theme? Yes. That'd be good. We'll okay. sort that out for next week. We'll, 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 we'll get you some studio time. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I went. Uh, I went partying. By the way, when we were back in England before Did we you? came up, yeah, Legend. I, I, I don't party often, <laughs> but uh, it was a, a lovely party we were going to. Yeah, I think I can say it was David Mitchell's fortieth. Oh, I'm a big fan of David Mitchell. Yes, and um, and so uh, David Badil was going, and mm-hmm. uh, my, and Kath, my girlfriend, and I. Lovely. And so uh, Dave said, "Why don't we go together?" I'm not saying there was any sense of a cab fare shared. <laughs> I'm just saying it was a communal thing. So I said, okay, let, let's go together. Because uh, you're, you're local. Yeah, we live in the you? same road. Yeah. yeah. So I said, um, okay, I said, well, where, where's it at? Um, because I, I can't, it's very street of you. Where's it at? I can't <laughs> find the intro. And he said, uh, okay, I'll text it to you. So um, he Did texted you actually say, me. where's the party at? That would be good. Yeah. <laughs> where's the party at? So he texted... Did he say, let's get this party started? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were, did we fight for the right to party? Is that what you're wondering before I go on? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, he, he texted me the address, so I booked a car. And... Um, oh, I love book a car. So, so showbiz. We, so we, 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 got, we had our presents. Burn. We had our presents in Lovely. our hands and our party outfits on. <laughs> and we got into the car and we went off. And it drove us um, to, um, it was an all right area, but it's an area I wasn't really thinking, David Mitchell's 40th. And when we ended up at the um, headquarters of the National Union of Teachers. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a Saturday, mm-hmm. it's a municipal building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And David said he had looked it up, and they, they definitely had public functions there. <laughs> um, it didn't look like the kind of place that that would no. be. So the cab driver said, I can't wait any longer, I've got another <gasps> job on. So we were left, me, uh, Dave and my girlfriend, in our party frocks, um, carrying presents in outside a municipal building on a Saturday <laughs> night, not knowing where the party was. So um, we said we were to, we had to start phoning people. Yeah. Who, you know, uh, and was this uh, quite far from where you live? Quite far from where we live and quite mm. far from the party. Oh, um, okay. And I tell you what, I'd kind of forgotten that, that, that that's what life with Dave was like. Because yes, yeah. when I hung out with Dave every day, it was basically, you know, I, I, I love Dave um, profoundly, but um, a, a lot of life. Me also, was, but. Was about phoning places saying, uh, yeah. 
you know, the, the guy going? that left his bag on an aeroplane <laughs> or in a cab or right. uh, stuff like that. Oh, he's very denim jacket at a train station. Well, Kathy's very similar. I feel that mm. it's almost like having lived with Dave all those years. I thought, you know, I wouldn't want a female version of this, you know, for, e- for <laughs> yeah. extras. And, uh, <laughs> and so they just passed the battle. Anyway, uh-huh. so we started f- so Dave found I shouldn't know Dave found quite a, well, a very well known TV personality yes and said can you tell us but not David Mitch didn't go straight to the head honcho no, we, f- we tried that but of course you can't you, get tried you can't people call the party own, boy no, no, you people can't. at their own party no you can't um, well we did it but that, obviously they weren't answering because they were at their own he was at his own party if yeah. it had been my party and I'd have had David Bedell on the phone saying I'm standing outside the municipal union <laughs> of teachers I wouldn't have been best pleased no but at least you'd have had the crying option <laughs> if it yeah. had been your party exactly good point so um uh, anyway, he found uh, a well-known TV star. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. dying to know now. And um, said, well, where's the party at? And they said, uh, well... Did, hang on, I, did they say, well, I'm in the kitchen. No. You'll always mm-hmm. find me in the kitchen. No, I'm afraid they said, well, uh, what party? I haven't been invited. <gasps> oh, oh, no! You are joking me! That is no. better. That uh, is better. Please and, uh, tell me you're joking. <laughs> uh, I'm not joking, no. <laughs> this is the best news of all year. And it was, uh, oh God, it was. And it was? You're about to say I, the no, name? I can't oh. say nearly. Oh, nearly. I can't say the name until the music starts. Um, I think, oh. is that an old saying? Look, the party's not over to the fat ladies. Anyway, the party was very ne- nearly over. And, and anyway, there we, there we were. Uh, I tell you what it was like. You know when uh, someone's exotic bird gets out of its cage mm-hmm. and goes into the um, garden and he's ripped apart by sparrows and stuff because they're jealous of its plumage. That's how I felt in our um, in our party gear, standing on the road with people looking at You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Radio. You can text the show at 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. What's my name again? IG. Oh, it was AB. like uh, that Muhammad Ali. Who was he fighting? Was it Ernie Terrell? Mm. What's my name? What's my name? Oh, it's awful. And brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the yes. Guardian. Well, we haven't talked about this morning yet. What about um, Bieber Belieber? Ah, Bieber and Blue. Oh, Bieber, yeah, the believer. best tailors I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah. They did you those pantaloons, didn't they? They did, and uh, they, okay, they're a bit. They did uh, rob me a bit <laughs> under the knee, but uh, bit of sellotape or top notch. Can I just say, with Bloom, we will get to this. It's all kicked off with Bieber and Bloom, hasn't it? Orlando mm. Bloom. This is Orlando Bloom hit Justin Bieber. Yes, right? tried, tried yeah. to hit. Cheered on, oh, cheered on by Leo land. DiCaprio. Was he? Apparently so. That I did not know. Mm. Uh, it's a little bit immature, yes. that. He was mm-hmm. cheered on by... Grow up. ...by uh, Lilo. <laughs> Lilo. Both Lilo's. Lilo. Lilo and yeah. Leo. Yeah. L- Lindsay Lohan was... Yeah. She was there. I, I imagine she's never far from a pub scrap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you go, ah, come on, come on, Lindsay. I can imagine that's what Lindsay's like. I love Lindsay. <laughs> well, you say a pub scrap. One of the things that I find sad about this whole story is yeah. that... Um, you know, if you're going to have a fight, don't make it in a restaurant. I just feel no. like it's not the right setting, is it? No, but I don't know how much pub car park time I Have a fight in a car park or, also or like Bieber, a jail or... Bieber, you know. Belieber and Bloom, uh, they've had beef before 
What, they ate? They ate <laughs> prior to it. <laughs> Did they? That's what the argument they was about. They both of them. <laughs> they had a stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we should say, Bieber Belieber went on a date with um, Miranda. Ex, yeah. Miranda Kerr. Um, who Orlando, who I've got to say is what I call um, a DGI, don't get it. Oh, really? I oh, don't really? fancy him at all. He's such a DGI. Maybe um, the reason for his looks fame Looks like is... he works in a health food shop. <laughs> Let's be honest. So what's the reason for his fame other than his looks? Is he it, probably is knows amazing someone. acting? No, he knows people. <laughs> you don't think he's a good actor? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> poor old... You want to watch yourself. Pop him on the list. I've been on smash the place. You want okay. to check your privileges. Pop him on the list. I thought he was... He's all right. He's a bit yeah. white billowing shirt, isn't he? Yeah, just pretty. Yeah, but I don't, I don't mind that. Oh, I calm down. <laughs> um, so they had a bit of a ruckus, Frank. He swung for him. He yeah. to the tabs. He should have uh, told. They should get into the ring. Yeah. Oh, Bloom already asked, of course. <laughs> uh, Bieber no. yelled out. Do you know what Bieber said? Well, he said, "What's up?" And then he used a word used to refer to a, a female canine. Oh uh, yes. And well, I, what? Can I, let this stop me. <laughs> let, now I'm just going to lay my ignorance on the table. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did Justin Bieber? I've always believed until this believed mm. until, <laughs> until until very recent times was basically a, a white Canadian one man boy band. Yes. Very, you know, a guy you could imagine getting in and say, and his mom saying, uh, "You want uh, there's cookies and milk over there on the right." Uh, when here's the question this could be a texting yeah when did justin bieber become g yes has he become g he's, he's, he's g. so g he's g he's, he's, suddenly he's g yeah <laughs> you see a picture of him now he's still justin Bieber. you can still see li- i bit. thought he was d to be honest you can still you can still see well, I should, that should be an, a formal announcement if he's d <laughs> when did you do that <laughs> i meant d the dunce cap d. oh sorry i thought you meant I thought he meant he'd expire. <laughs> That'd be awful. What about when he posted no. a photo? But I know what you mean. He posts these pictures on Instagram. 53 million followers, may I just say, on Twitter. Is that all? <laughs> he looked... God, if I joined Twitter, but, but I'd have double that. what he says on Twitter, he says... He uses it to settle scores, of which more in a minute. But he also says very literal things, like a picture right. of him, and he said, sunburnt and a moustache. <laughs> you can't just say what you look like. I think that's quite. I nice. don't just say roots need doing and a bit of lipstick. There's a picture of him now, and he got like all his tattoos and yeah. his hat. And uh-huh. He looked like he was going to a fancy dress party <laughs> as a rapper. Uh-huh. That's what it. It doesn't feel real. He's, he's G. He's gone G. Little Justin. Justin G, isn't that? Dustin G. <laughs> oh, that's D. No, Dustin G. <laughs> I got, got mixed up. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Life's so complicated. <laughs> Another thing that Bieber is alleged to have said. Mm. I mean, none of us know exactly what Bieber said to Bloom. No. But But we think keep it clean, was it? No. At one point, he allegedly said um, she was good. Oh, that's... But let me get... I'm I'm confused also about Mm. the uh, romantic thing here. This... Is Miranda Kerr is not... Oh, Miranda blue. Hart. There's been a terrible mistake here. Oh, what? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so yeah, Miranda Kerr. She wasn't punched. She just fell over. <laughs> <laughs> no, that Miranda Kerr is not married to Orlando Bloom. But was. No, but she was. At okay. the time when she did the Victoria's Secret show... Don't look like you're not a fan, because I know you are, Frank. And Well, 
she and Bieber allegedly met each other. Oh, did they? Mm, and and they were married yes. at the time. You uh, see, uh, they say that he took her home after she'd been a model in the Victoria Secret. Now, to me, mm, mm. taking... I mean, you know, I haven't done it for a long time, but the, the whole point of taking a woman Ill. home was to see her in her underwear. Yes. Ah. What's the point of taking someone <laughs> home after a Victoria's yeah. Secret? Yeah. Yeah. Put some clothes on. Save myself. <laughs> save myself a, a bit of bother. Cab fare in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Scratching around for them waiter bigs. You know, and it's... Uh, why, why would he do that? Yeah. That... And also, it would have been milk and cookies. I think when the door closes... Mm. Bieber becomes Bieber again. I yeah. think all those. Do you think he gets a bit? Um, all those rough Buzz mates. doesn't want to go sleepy time. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think he does. I think Bieber he... doesn't want to go sleepy time. He also, I tell you what, he started wearing you know those very tall baseball hats. <laughs> yes, that um, hip hop people, uh, mm-hmm. what does Americans generally wear? Uh, the only guy I know who wears one of those. Um, I see him at a lot of gigs. And uh, he's basically got a recording studio under his hat. He does bootlegs, <laughs> mm. and he's got I, it's the it's the biggest. You know when people sneak in recording equipment. I mean, he's got he's got a mixer desk and everything wow. under his hat. He sounds good, and it's a high. Mm. Those with the slight gauze on them. That you oh get yeah, and the label on. always with the label. Uh huh. It's a mystery that to me. That was very Bieber and Bloom of me, wasn't it? Always with the label. Always also, there was a, there was a picture, wasn't there, of. Um, Bloom apparently in tears after. Bloom well, the, was crying. But was he crying or was he just rubbing his eyes? No, a bit? that wasn't taken that night. That no, was it wasn't. Problem. That was a standard stock shot, which Bieber had, God love him, spent some time Googling, I would imagine, possibly yeah. via Getty Images, who knows. Uh-huh. And he'd, got, he'd have got one of his. Oh, do you think he's got a pe- Yeah. Hey, no. give me give me one of them pictures of Bloom. Can you, can you uh, Google it and check Orlando Bloom? <laughs> Sure, boy, I should have done you say. Yeah, just do it now. <laughs> where's, my, where's my cookies gone? Where are my cookies? <laughs> did, did you see them where they were? A little slice of life from the home life of... Um, yeah. Bieber, Bieber. But Orlando Bloom is 20 years older than him, and he swung at him and missed. It's unforgivable. I, I side with Theodore Roosevelt on this, that there's no excuse for hitting softly. Oh, I, oh. Lo- I like your modern heroes. Ideally, don't hit at all, but if you must hit, there's no excuse for hitting. I remember so. I'm Team Bloom, that. though. I had a mate who was a gas fitter, and uh, he oh, was Congratulations. In, uh, he, was in his, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was doing... He's working in this person's house. They'd gone out, and he was there with this young apprentice who was about 17, and this big dog came. And they hadn't, didn't even know there was one in the house. The woman had gone out, and the dog stood there right by the side of this apprentice and went <gasps> and they were both scared and he said that the, the young guy picked up his hammer mm-hmm. and he said I said to him you better make it a good <laughs> <laughs> you just wrap him on the end of the nose yeah. so maybe that's the secret with Bieber make it a good you're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio um, I, I, I was going to read you a, a brief text that we've just received. Do what you like. Before we... Uh, shall I? Just do what you like. Uh, Frank, I am confused. I have been out in the car and heard a very amusing story about queuing for your show. Came back in and heard the same thing all over again. Does the internet version of your show run an hour later? Who wants to know? 
what what happens is that we go well, out. Who wants to know? Like you're in some East End pub and you yeah. just smashed a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Orlando Bloom. Who's asking? <laughs> well, uh, yes. What happens is that we go out live on Absolute Radio, the station, Absolute Radio, mm-hmm. and then an hour later, we go out. Um, we are networked on Absolute Radio's other stations. Sometimes 60s, we forget. 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, zeros. Yeah. Um, yeah. The 17th century. Absolute the 17th century. Oh, I love that yeah. one. Yeah. Absolute yeah. legend. That's the one that I Absolute do. Legend, where I just yeah. interview Absolute people. Absolute nightmare. That's, yeah. the one I, that's the one I do. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. I think, uh, the uh, relationship phone in <laughs> I do. <laughs> My advice on how to be in a relationship. When he hasn't put a kiss on a text or something. Just yeah. Absolute nightmare. <laughs> so <laughs> I, hope, I hope that answers your, uh, your question. Yeah. I thought it would be uh, just worth reminding the people. No, I see why you read it out there. It's it's a good way of subtly making that point to people. It's great the way you did that. It's very organic. Thanks, guys. Thanks. If we say something brilliant, you can switch over and listen to it again. Yeah. I would. One of the decade channels, I believe we call them. Oh, can you stop doing that with your chair because it's making a noise? Yeah. Yeah. Doing what with my chair? I don't know, but it's a bit squeaky. You know, that. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm tempted to go a wandering. Email corner. I've arrived. Slightly a uh, pan pipes like harmony <laughs> that you went for there. I like the idea now of our, our three person canoe just sliding up to the bank in email corner and us clambering out. Oh, Indeed. lovely. Um, I have an email here. It would seem Frank's continuing comments on the deplorable state of the nation's oral health have been heeded. Bad breath. Bad breath, Bad yeah. Bad breath is everywhere, and it's, it's increasing. It's I've just read. <laughs> <laughs> Have you smelt any in uh, Edinburgh? You know what? I think breath... I mean, I've smelt a bit of drink on people's breath. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I've smelt Edinburgh. But that's a different thing. Oh, I, I According to my... Re- I haven't really been out and about much because mm-hmm. of my septic foot. But um, mm-hmm. the Scottish people I've met... I have in not, the Canterbury Tales? Can I say I've not yet found bad breath north of the border? What about that? That could be well, an interesting thing. Because all that the stuff you? about well, the diet... You say you know. that, but now Alan's here. Bring yep. it. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so um, anyway, yes. We should say Alan has lovely breath. Well, <laughs> the more we he talk does. about, the more paranoid I get. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we have to make a pact that we yeah. tell each other. Yeah, okay. we've got I to. say this to Kath all the time, that what she must tell me... <laughs> Well, I told my wife you, that you she had pepper need... in her teeth and she went mad because there was a waiter there. And she said, you should have waited until they'd gone away. And I was thinking, well, I was saving you from talking to him with pepper in your teeth. Why did she care about him? Was she having an affair with him or something? What? Also, I particularly like you saying, I've told Cass she's got to tell me. Yeah, she's really the type to hold back from that. <laughs> but, you know, I think that's... I was doing a show the other week and I said to uh, my fellow presenter, um, bat in the cave, left barrel. <laughs> Did you? Again. How yeah. did it go down? Well, I think that ultimately people are... Gra- they're Bat quite- in the cave? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let you know that. No, yeah, it's, a nost- it's a nostril It's a nostril thing. Tip. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and, um... Oh, what, like a dangler? Like, not a well, nostril hair? Oh, we don't have to. Oh, yes. People are having their breakfast. <laughs> uh, but, um, it's... God. I don't think you're ever quite forgiven for it, but they're grateful if they can, if you can get that. Bat in the cave? I really like I that. I love it when they're grateful. Idiot at Eureka moment. Yes. Yeah, so, um... I'm into, I, I've become fascinated by the whole bad breath thing, so let, mm-hmm. let, let's, oh, we'll let's, continue. Let, let's speak uh, more. It, the email from Mary continues. I've just I, read... I just said, can we speak more? <laughs> Are you not listening to me? Is that what's happened now on this show? 
Hello? This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I believe we're going to come back to the halitosis thing, but just uh, to while away a couple of minutes, we've had a quick email um, that I thought I'd uh, share with you, Frank. Do we? Uh, good morning, Frank, Emily and Alan. Just thought I'd ask for your opinion on the decision taken by West Brom to switch to a thin blue pinstripe for the coming season. I understand football doesn't get much of a look-in on the show, but obviously oh. this is from a solely sartorial point of view. Yes, that's yeah. acceptable in that sense. Well, it's a sort of a history discussion. The question is, if a, a, even if you're not into football, I think you can appreciate this. If, if a, a, a team, which is a very much a community-centred mm. thing, is associated with a certain shirt over the years that people mm-hmm. get, you know, should you suddenly change it? The way Cardiff City, known as the Bluebirds for playing yep. in blue, suddenly yep. switched to red. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the, it's the not fans like saw red, didn't no. they? The I fans mean, literally saw red. A colour change is extreme. So, um, but the fans have tremendous power in, in shirts, mm. uh, in the shirt world, because you can just stop buying them. Mm-hmm. I if want to give uh, Bieber and Bloom a call. Yeah, if you don't get them from the replica shop, they'll soon go back to the old shirts. Simple as that. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that that's what should be done. I'm not calling for a revolution by any means. Why don't you burn your season ticket? That always does well. Uh, <laughs> HM no, people do I'm that. I'm not prepared to do that. Sorry. Oh, they make such a big thing. It's like, well, so what? Someone else will just buy it. He's, there's a bloke at, 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 at um, Wolverhampton Wanderers who went up and uh, pinned his season oh. ticket to the door. Oh. A protest. What about when Adrian Charles did that? God, it was embarrassing. Um, Hang on. <laughs> no. he's, he's not finished his little joke, Joe. Has he got no, a joke? It's an old joke. It's a, oh, it's a good old joke, though. He changed his mind, went back, and someone had stole the drawing pin. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that was oh, a lovely yeah. joke. <laughs> Thank you very much. Is it an absolute well, legend? Well spotted, Al. Oh, but yeah. you know. he wasn't done yet. Oh, it's, I do it's, know old it's, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not up there with... Is not the first. <laughs> if you didn't hear last week's show, I can understand why you might find that last moment disturbing. <laughs> Trust me, it's, uh, it's the future. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. So, um. Bad breath. So, bad breath, your, uh, your, your topic of choice. Mm. Uh, this, um. This expert from from the states. Sorry, that's my car arrived. Hang, the clown's oh, turned up. <laughs> not me. That's not my tech sound. Is it not? I believe it's Alan Cochran's. Is he? No, it was Charlie. Okay. <gasps> Do you want your Charlie's arrived? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's all going to be rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Still, oh. what happens in Edinburgh? Yeah, exactly. It's all right. I just went back for a bit. I'm I'm back oh, again. No. This uh, this American expert uh, to the rich and famous has written a book, and he's apparently coming to the UK. He's written a book called the Bad Breath Bible. Doctor Harold Katz. Doctor Harold Katz. Harry, the Bad Harry Breath Katz. Bible. He <laughs> said, "Harry Katz, isn't that what what knocks the bins over in China?" <laughs> <laughs> Can you actually do that? I'm not sure, but you is did. It, well, no. my view is. Oh that no, what, he's going to do his view now. Now, what we used to be told. Yeah. Please is, don't do your view. It's been is, good doing this show, hasn't it? <laughs> the, the, the target of your joke should be up rather than down. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the Chinese are probably now the world superpower. Yeah. Certainly yeah. up there right with America. So mm-hmm. I think it's all right to start uh, doing that, the, the Harry Katz jokes. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. We've all got diplomatic community. Marvellous. Yeah. Um, Frank, £1,700. 
That's a bit expensive. For, that was your, that was your takings what? last night. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> that, that is how much Dr. Harold Katz charges for the, for the bad breath Bible. Yeah. yeah. No, for him to no, meet them. No, for a consultation, oh, to make your breath better. So he basically has a whiff of you and then... It's quite a lot of helps, money. ...helps fix you Can somehow. I say, the bad breath Bible, is there an old Pepsodent and a new Pepsodent? <laughs> I thought it had a lot in it that you would like. I had a feeling that there would be some uh, oh, Nazarene-based oh, puns dear. on their way. He has a device called the halimeter. Oh, I'd like one of those. Which measures all the sulphide gases in your mouth. Is it? Would you pronounce it the halimeter? Oh, I'm sorry. What what would you I would have gone for the halimeter because of halitosis. Well, I'm, I'm so relieved Hal- we've cleared that up. No, but you're emphasising limits. That's That makes sense too because it's yeah. sort of limiting the smell. But halimeter... Is how we say halitosis, isn't it? We don't yes. say halitosis, do we? Mm. I don't. Anyway, answers on a postcard. <laughs> um, yes. If you get Let's two thousand, if you get a score of two thousand on yeah. the halimeter, Hal- forget it. You may as well just stay. I mean, that is terrible. That's the worst score you can get. You're probably like a lion. Yeah. I imagine a lion. <laughs> oh, yeah. terrible breath. Oh yeah, that breath would be bad, <laughs> wouldn't it? You're going to look at them. He, uh, yeah, but no one comes that close to them, to be fair. Well, I suppose if they do, they're not worried about their breath. <laughs> not worried as you, as you would be. I, you know, I've always fancied my chances against a lion. I've told you this before. Have you? Yeah, I think if you get a really tight grip around their waist, they can't get their, their claws and teeth at you. And oh, you just yeah. hold on until they um, till they starve to death. Can I ask you, Frank? <laughs> just that which animal do short you think, period of time. <laughs> which animal has the worst breath? Because the dog probably. Do you think the dog? I think dogs generally have awful breath. Mm. I bet, gori- I bet gorillas if you, aren't good. If you think it through. No, but gorillas aren't good. I don't know. I imagine because they have a lot of greens in it. For oh the gorillas. yeah, um, that's good though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think. So. I think Harry Katz um, <laughs> says. Um, <laughs> He says uh, pineapple and tomato are the biggies. Who does all that? I love that? the fact that he blames citrus fruit and he's coming to the UK to tell people, oh, the problem is you're eating too much pineapple. Yeah, <laughs> really? It's yeah. <laughs> it's all those Hawaiian pizzas, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> and Hawaiian. pina coladas. So it must be, a, in, in Hawaii, it must be a big uh, problem. You'd think, wouldn't you? I never noticed it when I was there. I'm, I, I know I sound like I'm slightly obsessed with this, but I do think it's a national epidemic that's going ignored. <laughs> mm-hmm. They go on about the avians and, and all those sort of <laughs> the, the swines. But, um, but um, not everyone's letting this thing get out of hand. Mm-hmm. There used to be you know, adverts about it and that, telling people. Yeah. <sighs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Ian Angle, regular oh, texter. Angle's on. Mm. Yep. The animal with the ber- worst. The animal with the worst breath is the halligator. It's <laughs> good. Oh, that is good. That's why I took a second run up. I didn't want to ruin his joke by bad reading. If you're accused of bad breath, would it be a halligation? <laughs> <laughs> Um, we are in Edinburgh, so can I talk a bit about what you I've been up to? Yes, I want to know. You've got your little shows, you two. <laughs> yep. And Daisy and I have been hitting the town. Nice. We got here. I went to see your show. Can I be totally honest with you? No. Uh oh. <laughs> I was slightly disappointed I didn't get recognised. Oh. Um, <laughs> because I was laughing loudly. <laughs> and I was saying things in like, I know, we do that on the show. Oh, really okay. hoping people would go around and okay. go, are you Emily? Yeah. Didn't happen. Oh, dear. Nada. Daisy and I, however, 
had uh, popped along earlier to see the OC's stand-up show. You know, the OC of Absolute Radio. Christine O'Connor. Yeah. It's all in the uh, yeah. company, isn't it? So we went along to see the OC's show, mm-hmm. largely hoping I'd get recognised, and I did. Ah, uh-huh. Luckily, I built it and they came. Yeah. Uh, was a it lady, from Dale Triffords? I said very loudly, no, 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 you go in front of me um, while I wait to see my Absolute Radio colleague. <laughs> All right, yeah. No, I just said, you go in front of me. And I, I wanted her to know. I talked a lot in case she, and she went, oh, it's Emily. One thing Absolute Radio don't do to my knowledge is, is the T-shirt. I thought radio stations Oh, I can't wear one of those. Thrived. That'd be embarrassing. I, no, but you could get it altered. Oh, I could do a little knot in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. look a bit sexy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's how I've got mine done today, isn't it? It's nice. Looks Anything? lovely. Thanks. Anyway, uh, this is a this is not a, a knot in mine. It's a it's a growth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just sitting on a growth. It's another insect. Body. I've come to call it the crop top shelf. <laughs> I just let I let the t-shirt gather on the growth, and it just sits there. It's all right. Um, the woman took a picture. I said, oh. "Don't put that on Twitter. My makeup's not not great. I don't look good. I turned a bit." <laughs> okay. She went, "Oh, okay." She was lovely. Hi, Amanda. Uh, but what oh, was awful Mandy. was just I was on the phone I was waiting for Daisy because uh, she'd gone to get a coffee 6.15 bit weird <laughs> who gets a coffee at 6.15 if a boyfriend said that would be very suspicious anyway she disappeared she be on a date do you want to go for coffee at 6.15 no, I'd put that up there with taking the mobile into the toilet <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for a coffee so I'm on the phone to my boyfriend what about when they say I'm just going out for some fresh air <laughs> Oh, Does right. anyone say that in the real world? Walk the dog. We haven't got a dog. Do they mm-hmm. only say it on East End? <laughs> just go and get a bit of air. <laughs> I'm just having an affair. Oh, sorry. I meant going <laughs> so I'm on the phone to my boyfriend. I have to grab him while I can. He's mm. on set. Yeah. I'm on the set of his uh, award-winning HBO drama. Yeah. Hashtag first world so, problems. So, <laughs> so we're on the phone. I said, I'm just going to go and see the OC. Suddenly I hear, hello. The OC's came up behind me i screamed so loudly it was like it was like i'd seen nosferatu my boyfriend screamed because i screamed okay. oh, it was awful the oc screamed nosferatu the vampire <laughs> yeah. the oc so this screamed before the show yeah we all screamed i, see, I don't like seeing people before no. the show I, mean, you know, the, I think it was binky beaumont who spoke about the magic of theater yeah it's all right afterwards but before you want to you yeah. want to believe that they just dwell in that world I on know. stage it kind of ruined it a bit, and the OC said, "Oh, I'm a bit nervous now," and I felt, I felt I'd ruined it. But um, we did go and see the show. Uh, I think I got recognised by one other person. That was all <laughs> I cared about. I thought you were going to tell us about the show. No, no, the show was great. No, the I'm show ha- was brilliant. Emily's <laughs> reviews of both shows have been: I was recognised and I wasn't <laughs> recognised. This is perfect. Now, but I knew that she liked the OC show, so yeah. I was able to be relaxed. Yes, yeah, I did like the OC thought, show, oh, and it was fantastic. God, yeah. It's called Breaking Down. It was really funny. And I didn't have to pretend to laugh, which is always a relief. I was genuinely laughing, which was good. Yeah, um, the thing that I do, some, if I'm in a small gig, because people look at comedians mm-hmm. in the audience, see if they're laughing. Oh, if, yeah. if I'm not liking it, I, I get my... Uh, I form a sort of V sign, but not meaning a V sign, with my fingers, and I rest my hand on my chin, and I raise <laughs> my upper lip. So yes, because you did that when we saw Alan's show. Oh, <laughs> Go around everything, Frank. No, so I see. I, I, so it looks like a smile in, in gloomy lighting. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It looks a bit like a Doberman Bincher about to attack. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think that's all right. I think a, an act will, will take that over indifference. Oh yeah, mm. I think we all. Frank, we what about right. when I went to see uh, Russell Grant Strictly Edinburgh? Hold that thought. <laughs> I think we forever. <laughs> 
Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 8.12.15. Not that many texts today. It's a little bit further to come, I suppose. <laughs> Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. So, we're up in Edinburgh. I am, I. And, uh... Against medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't even be here. I decided when I got off the train yesterday there was only one place I wanted to go. One show I wanted to see. I'm afraid that wasn't your show, Frank Skinner. That wasn't your show, Alan Cochran. That was Russell Grant's Strictly Edinburgh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd been waiting to see this show all my life, I practically. I can understand that. Um, Russell Grant, he, uh, he makes me feel fine. I'm a Russell yeah. Grant fan. When he's blowing yeah. down the back roads of my mind. That's against medical Russell advice. Russell Grant! Something. That's when his bread. show's called Strictly Edinburgh, does he only do stories that happen within an EH postcode? That would be um, yeah. Strictly Edinburgh, <laughs> wouldn't hold, it? Be? Hold your high horses, you'll find out. Oh. He, um... Hold my high horses, what? <laughs> uh, how can I begin to describe this show, really, I, to you? I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea okay. what, what it's going to be. I'll you. tell you what happened. So, on the poster, this yeah. enticed me. Bruce Forsyth, there's a quote from Bruce Forsyth, not none too shabby. Who Russ- is this, it says. No. <laughs> Don't know over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> he, no, he in fact says, Russell Grant is what show business is all about. Yeah. Don't end on about. Does he... I um, like that, it's a bit messy, well, is that what he ends preposition on? or something? Honestly thought he would have ended on his golf handicap. He plays <laughs> off a three. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, <laughs> there's not a huge house, I won't lie, but it was a preview. Yeah, right. and also it's, yeah. it's, it's beginning, the yeah, festival. it's the beginning, you we're, know. we're still on the ramp, we haven't reached the upper We've level. all got The set chairs. is promising. The set is promising. There's, um, a pair of feathered wings. Mm-hmm. Okay. A purple wig. Yeah. A throne. And a dressing screen. I like it already. Yeah. Russell Grant comes on. Uh, there's a huge picture of a chandelier as well. Lovely. A picture of a chandelier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a projected image of it. They could have fetched a real one. Because of the health and safety, you can't have light in a full Imagine chandelier. if he was, if, if he, if he. He's got uh, he a very, very glittery <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> if, a, if a man should have a chandelier death, it's probably Russell Grant. <laughs> He's wearing too much crimply near a lit chandelier. <laughs> no, I just uh, I imagine it falling on him. <laughs> I can hear the the sound of it being. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do the tinkle. There'd be more tinkling. Definitely. Okay. Um, but it's how he'd want to go, I think. <laughs> He's wearing a very... What I'd do is I'd have it raised, and obviously you'd have been so pierced by it, he'd still be... Pierced, ...connected yeah. to it. Mm. And I'd, I'd have him hanging in my house as part of the song. <laughs> so his spirit was, you know, ever in my midst. That would be nice, yeah. Yeah. Fang, let me tell you about the show. Oh, sorry. Um, he's wearing a glittery shirt. He'd stolen it off Strictly. Can I say, had he? First because of all, when he shows a clip of Strictly, I he's got the shirt on. Excellent. The same self, same but shirt can I on. I say, I could have told you <laughs> that he's wearing a glittery shirt. I don't know. That, and I could have told you that he showed a clip of himself on Strictly just as a <laughs> guest. Oh, no, I thought the BBC might have said more. Well, no, he thanks them at some point. Oh, does he? Says, I'd like to thank my friends who allowed me to show that clip. Nice. I don't think yeah. uh, GM Good Morning Britain allowed him to show clips. He sits down. He, he comes on and he starts dancing. He does a song first, in a sort of Rex Harrison style. Yes. It's along the sort of Who right. Am I from the Early Miserables style. I've grown accustomed yeah. to her face. Yeah. Uh, then he opens a book called My Life, 
with glittery pom-poms hanging off it. Yeah, it was a book on the length of his life. <laughs> and then he starts reading about his life. Some oh. of it, I mean, there are some dark periods. He says, I went through some dark periods. I got mm. up to 27 stones, Wow. he says. And then he says, but let's dance. Let's dance to Donna's cook. Something's cooking in the kitchen. Oh yes, something's <laughs> cooking in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen. Oh, no wonder he got up to twenty-seven stones. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. there's always something cooking <laughs> in this kitchen. <laughs> it was on the back burner, so to speak. He gets up on stage with a bowl and an egg whisk. He starts dancing to it. Does he? No. Yeah. Does something's cooking? In something's the cooking in the kitchen. Wow. There's a lot of Gloria Gaynor. There's a lot of Gloria Gaynor. Is that a term I should be more familiar with? <laughs> yeah. Gloria Gaynor, um, well, the final song. What, Once I Was Afraid, I Was Petrified? First I Was Afraid. Sorry, I, yeah. I'm not very good on lyrics. The song lyrics today. Well, that was you? the end. Well, the only, I one mean, I, only one I'm really confident of is. Yeah. Oh, well, there was so much going on. He <laughs> ripped open his shirt at one point. You are having a and laugh. And he had a black T-shirt saying, I am Samba. <laughs> oh, he had something on under it. I yeah. thought he was ripping He said, I am shirt. Samba. <laughs> 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 you shouldn't give away his big reveals. <laughs> but it might but be another dance on another day. Actually, his big mm. reveals. I, I think he's worn that shirt before, to be fair. I want to come back to this, because I'm just loving it so much. I'm going. We're all going. Let's, shall we all go to get you go yeah. again? When you... Go again. I'm going every night for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So we're at Russell Grant Strictly Edinburgh. He's just ripped off his glittery shirt to reveal I am Samba. Mm. <laughs> There's a few technical hitches. There often are early doors, mm -hmm. as we know. I am Simba. Judging uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the breath couple of his pictures. It's a, it's a joke, actually. His breath smells beautiful. <laughs> Do you know? I've met Russell. Russell Grant did my star chart. Did he? Yeah. Well, he's at great pains to point out. He says, I did a bit of astrology, but I'm an actor. I'm a trained oh, actor. Oh, now he tells me. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> Paid through the nose for a star chart. <laughs> Well, it's I looked, cheeky, I looked up his website online. Papers, doing the you, stars. He does do online. I think it's £1.53 a minute. What? Now, this was Wait. a proper... I have a, I have a document with... Um, <laughs> Astrological all right, all right, Neville symbols. <laughs> yeah, I spoke this morning <laughs> with the astrologer Russell Grant. <laughs> As from midnight, we are at war. So I'm, I mean, I'm you might have a document. Together. Yeah. You might have a document from Russell Grant, but I'm not sure it's legally binding. <laughs> well, he, he, he said that my He's got to fulfil his promise. He said might, my, might he land said in my, legal hot water, though. No, this is honestly true. He said my career would last seven years. Yeah, right, and that. Um, I would never hold down a long-term relationship. Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh. It's quite a big thing to get yeah. in a star chart. Mm -hmm. Well, it turned out he was wrong. Something was cooking in the kitchen. It turned out it was his. He'd actually yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Or did he say, we'll never hold down? A... Oh, he might have. Oh, what he said. See, the reason well, I've not been to see his show yet is that I'm an Aquarian. And, uh, and it says, you know, He's beware. an Aquarian. Does he say Why that? don't you two make beautiful water music? I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> That's a good idea, yeah. Oh. Um, I'm Spartacus as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. There's, he explains that he had a long time off. He's, he's not that specific, is he, Daisy, about why? He said he had a dark period in his life. Well, no mm -hmm. one called. No, OK. I mean, we've all had those periods yeah. in our careers. I, I, yeah. I didn't realise my phone was on silent for three years. <laughs> but he's good at... Um, loads of stuff coming in. What Russell's very good at is what I call the this morning gear change. Oh, so yeah. he'll talk about that. This bleak period, he felt life was not worth living. Oh dear! I now I thought it was going to be fun, fun, fun. Let's listen show. to big fun. <laughs> Don't blame it on sunshine. And then you get up and you Brilliant. have a dance, which is lovely. We, the audience dance. Yeah. Oh, you've got to dance. He goes, "Come on, madam, at the back." 
That was, that's me. Oh dear, I don't... <laughs> that was you. Yeah, madam. I'm not a bit young for madam, surely. <laughs> then he was at back thinking. I've been recognised. Finally, <laughs> be a lousy councillor. And, and then you know, and then the relationship broke down. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. that that's terrible, terrible news. Still, what about uh, Lulu to serve with love? To serve. Come on, everybody with love. Come stop crying. Frank, at one point, he called uh, a gentleman up on stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, "Will you be my park?" I think there was a that was the character, and uh, he made him put some. He, he said, "Put the wings on." He did Shakespeare. Yeah, he did Shakespeare. He said, um, "Put some wings on. Put some wings on." Grant does he Shakespeare. He couldn't free mm. the wings from the purple wig. <laughs> Happens to us all. Yeah. So he got a bit frustrated. Oh no! And he Many said, "Look, just leave it." <laughs> oh no! Did he <laughs> really? And the wig was stuck to the wings. The purple oh. wig was stuck to the feathers. Oh. So did he sing? Uh, what What is this wig beneath my wing? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have to say, he just was leave it. I want everyone to go zip. But there was a. You separate. know what it's like That's in these early doors with shows, and he got frustrated. Yeah. Mm. So um, he just said, "Look, just leave it." So he got on so with the show. So he didn't see that coming. No. No, he certainly didn't. I should have known this. The mo- my favourite moment was at the end, and it was all building up to this, was Gloria was, Gaynor. Hold it, there was a better moment than <laughs> just leave it. <laughs> I can't find that amazing. This is the show that keeps <laughs> on giving. Well, one of the photographs wouldn't work, and he was a bit cross with someone, one oh, of the staff. Oh, yeah. it sounds like a man yeah. on the edge. It's a nerve-wracking time in it. Mm. Uh, but at the end, he said, right, I want to see everyone on this stage. Wow. Gloria Gaynor, I never can say goodbye. I took this rather too literally, so I went running up to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine. I started dancing. Daisy was still standing in the audience, laughing, taking pictures of me. <laughs> I just thought I'm going to have to style this out. I thought Frank would want me to style it out like a p- professional. Yeah. A few women got up, one Scottish woman went, oh, she's at the front. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to say two security blokes <laughs> when he carried you off. I thought it was a pitch inversion. Russell, <laughs> who by this stage had put a full-length evening wear on, dress, Turned around to me and said, great number, isn't it, this one? Fad, meaning the dress or the song? The song, as we danced. Not as in, nice number you're wearing. (laughs) Yeah. Brilliant. So I want everyone in Edinburgh to go and see Russell Grant Strictly Edinburgh. I insist we all go as a show outing. It's Uh, a fabulous show. It it really does sound absolutely... Just leave it. That's what I love. (laughs) Just leave it. The Guardian. Listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Can I just say how relieved I am to have uh, remembered to come to this show today? I think because we're in Edinburgh and it's a Saturday morning show and we're all out of sync with our normal lives. I was extremely worried that I may forget to come along this morning because well, I've had it means so little to you. I've had a bit of a week of um, of forgetting things that are actually important to me. Like I booked a flight to come to Edinburgh for the festival for the thirty first of July, mm. and then uh, I got invited to the stand press launch where I'm playing on the night of the thirty first of July. And read, I read the email and thought that's strange that they're having the press launch in the room that I'm playing tonight. Um, uh, I'm playing on that night, rather, um, and I start ten, ten past ten, and their their press launch starts at nine p.m. Surely they're not going to have wrapped it all up 
And then I had to scroll through my emails and I realised that I'd booked a flight a day after I was starting my Edinburgh Festival run and I had to change it. I had to phone up and go, I need to come up a day earlier. I also... Did they let you change it or did you have to buy a new ticket? No, I had to pay an adaptation fee. I don't think it's called that. Whatever it is, you know what I mean. It's like Andrew Davis with the Dickens. Like a a clerical fee. Uh, Some admin. Admin fee is probably what it is, isn't it? (laughs) Peter's Pence. So then I did said preview and and I know already, Frank, that you will empathise with this because every comic I've spoken to about this has nodded as if to go, yep, I've been there, fella. I was approaching my closing routine which includes a callback to a previous routine, and I realised as I was sort of walking up to it that I hadn't done the previous routine that it references. Oh, why did you I'd do that? I missed a chunk you of the it. show, and then I was about to call back to it, and every oh. comic in this city that I've told it to has gone, yeah, yeah, it's hard, that, innit, where you have to suddenly oh. backpedal. So what did you do? I, oh, did. I, lo- I love the science of comedy, though. I did, I did I what I like to call a really terrible, hasty rewrite and got away with it. But it was it was fine. It was a preview anyway. Mm. But I, I, my forgetfulness, I'm worried about it. I, th- I think I've got misplaced priorities. I brought with me briefs for sports whilst <laughs> up here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I told you before that um, by day I like boxer shorts, but for sport activities I prefer to be held. Yeah. But well, I actually felt liquid rising. <laughs> That, honestly, oh, acidic liquid. Well, I didn't think it was that exciting. <laughs> that's why I wear the briefs. Um, acidic liquid, Rose. <laughs> but the fact I remembered that, and I remembered bike lights in case I buy a bicycle while I'm up here. Oh, I thought you meant but for I, your briefs. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Show me well, the way to go home. Let's, let's um, face it, we'd all do with a bit of warning if you're approaching. <laughs> but I forgot a chunk of the show, the whole re- the whole raison d'etre of the trip. It's, I mean, it's, it's difficult. I, you're in I, the I trip was, now, uh, are you? Yeah. Oh. I, I, I missed a couple of... Uh, Bits. Oh, good. That's not Glad to hear it. Yeah. Glad to hear it. One of them was the real. Not the rude bits. I can't one of them's a real bring the house down. Not that oh, rude bit. They're the I worst. I think they're that again. rude bit. Makes I'm, me feel I'm ill. Getting the box office to call everyone back for just to go in and do that line. <laughs> that would be good. If I'd set it up first. Remember that bit where I, or what I should have done was. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think you just have to accept you're going to forget some bits early on. You think? Yeah, and I don't know if people really. I once did a gig in. Um, Gothenburg in Sweden mm. Really? And I started a routine I just jumped in and I realised that the punchline was a reference to Bernard Manning mm-hmm. which, um, who is not known No, oh. Sweden. his Swedish following How was... did you cope with that? Well I went to, <clears throat> there was a little man in my brain uh, going through a, the filing cabinet that said uh, Scandinavian um, overweight bigots to mm-hmm. see if I could uh, and I, I didn't know anything <laughs> So, in the end, I said Bernard Manning in a way that sounded as funny as possible. About three people laughed, sensing that there must be something in there somewhere. Yeah, there was but something cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, there was. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ross. I thought I heard a rustle. <laughs> yeah, and there's a rustle in your hedgerow. I wonder if he's ever been in a hedgerow. If you know that Russell Grant, if you have an example of him being in a hedgerow, could you text it in? I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. He's in Wales now. Does he? Mm. Nice. Yeah. Okay. You learn a lot about him in this show. <laughs> mm. There's no stone unturned. No. Really? 27 of them. <laughs> That's a lot of turning. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've uh, had a text in, Frank, from Helen. Okay. Who says, Hi, I met Russell Grant at a New Year's Eve party in Port Madog a few years ago. Mm. He was lovely and said my top was very boho. Oh, 
he's, he's, he's a silver-toned rascal. Nice. He was sat by the buffet. That's Helen in Hawley. We've also had an email, <laughs> just literally just news in. Uh, morning, team. Is this part of Broken Britain? When checking my grocery delivery, I noticed that the corned beef tins were missing their keys. I was told that people took them to use in place of a pound coin to obtain a shopping trolley. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> the pound is only a deposit and is reimbursed when the trolley yeah. is returned. Even Alan, who is cautious with a quid, surely wouldn't do this. Regards, Wilf Bean. Steady on. I, um, Can I be honest, I don't use those, I don't understand them. The trolleys? Yeah. Well, where do you put, put the pound? pound? You put it in a slot and then I've it I've tried it, it, it never works. It presses the, the metal. Oh, it's too technical already. <laughs> Can't <laughs> you just get someone to help you? To be fair, Frank didn't get very deep into the engineering of it. <laughs> pound, <laughs> the pound presses, presses the metal. The metal. Sounds like you do, when, you when you put it back, you get your pound back. So, I mean, they're quite yeah, right. I don't want the pound presses <laughs> the metal. It's like some Sheffield foundry. I just want someone to carry my stuff for me. Well, that's all I very well. <laughs> much though I love corned beef, I don't use the little keys off there. I uh, okay. I, I have uh, a key fob that my in-laws got me that says Alan, and it's got like oh, a fake a, pound on nice, it. That was a nice birthday present. Yeah. It's got a fake pound on it. It's got a fake pound, so you can get your uh, your own deposit back, as it were. Let For if you're ever at the supermarket <clears throat> without a pound. I'm just Googling <laughs> the details of the citizen's arrest. <laughs> <laughs> You have to go through the correct procedure. Yeah. <laughs> try it, pal. Awful. You try it. I don't like the use of pal there. <laughs> you know how excited I was about Russell Grant and mm -hmm. continue to be so. Well, I, I was, was quite excited. I didn't go. I was. I've also been very excited this week about Kate Moss. Me too. Oh yeah. Because yes. I'm a huge fan of all aspects of her work. Mm -hmm. Says someone who works in the fashion industry. <laughs> <laughs> Lay the line down. <laughs> I know you are. Yeah. But I was a particular fan of her work this week because she did some fabulous blagging. Did you yeah. see this? She got on a flight. Uh, I believe it was EasyJet. I don't know because I've never flown EasyJet. Really? Oh, you sound surprised, my friend. Okay, well, you know, it's, it's good enough for Kate. Well, I certainly have because <laughs> hence the famous headline. <laughs> headline. <laughs> I, I, I was photographed getting on EasyJet and the headline in the mirror, I think, was uh, Frank Skinflint. Oh... <laughs> I think everyone. I think, <laughs> but I, I think um, bargain airlines are a, a home to all sorts of people. Can, now, aren't they? can I, I tell you what worries well, me? Well, Kate Moss, for example, David Baddiel. It's a surprise. Um, can I can I tell you what worries me? If I'm going on, as you call it, Frank, metal bird in the sky. Mm. I don't want it to be like a mosh pit at the, the a fall gig. Do you want it to mm. be a moss pit? <laughs> oh yeah. Very good. <laughs> I want allocation. Right. That's what I need. It's mm -hmm. the name of the game. Mm. That's what you need. But so she, she was, it was said she was inebriated by some onlookers. Sure no, we that. can't. Of course. I'm, I'm sure she but, was just but happy. But people's tweets said so. I'm sure she was just drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we she, don't know. Can she, I say we don't know? No, we don't. And she'd been on a detox break in Turkey. Yeah, epic fail. Well, she yep. come back possibly inebriated yes. from yeah. that. Yeah. I, I suppose you would after a, t a detox. Oh, yeah, you've got to go for it. Really? I mean, that's what I'm like. Um, the stroke of midnight on Good Friday when I've been fasting mm. all day. I'm ready to rock. Ready <laughs> <laughs> to that, rock? Now, that's the point, you see, where you should, I believe that mm. there should be um, special rules that get you through quickly. I think I should be able to walk into KFC mm. midnight, Good Friday, mm -hmm. and there should be fast track. And I say fast track for people who've been fasting. Yeah, nice. Mm. And go straight through. So sometimes I think it's okay. We'll find out in a minute if it was okay with uh, 
Kate Moss. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. So, Mossy, I was initially horrified, obviously, that she'd known commercial, mm. um, but I was very impressed to discover that she appeared to have blagged her way onto the fly, onto the EasyJet flight. No payment necessary. Well, we don't know, again, if this is the case. I thought she'd blagged her way on without a passport. Son's passport. Oh, no passport either. That's extraordinary. Brilliant. But, you know, she's Kate Moss. Her face yeah. is her passport, yeah, literally. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, I thought... Nick Grimshaw is always saying nice things about Kate Moss. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Grimshaw! <laughs> he was, uh, he said, I was interested, he said she treats everyone the same. Oh. But I found I was the that same. Couldn't, when I was drinking. <laughs> when you're drinking, everyone else is like the Arsenal mural. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, just, they're just faces. So, <laughs> so you do treat them all the same. Your family, complete strangers. You befriend, you know, people on the street and stuff like that. So it might be evidence to that effect. Yeah, but good blag. Not as good good as the time I went to Blur v Oasis uh, playing football. Um, Wasn't wasn't a glamour fixture particularly. And um, I got a lift from the fireman. I told you about that. I blagged the lift off the fireman because I needed a cash point. And because it was a charity <laughs> football game, I thought everything, but it turned out it wasn't free. So oh. I said, I've got no cash. So I said, you. would you mind, um, where's the cash point? I hinted. Yeah. And they said, we'll give you a lift. So I got on the fire engine in the back. It was great. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. When was this? Uh, about 1996, yeah, 1997. Is that year my house? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's about yeah, that. They, they were about... 35 minutes late. Stopped yeah. to the newsagent, bought them all magnums. They you said, can we have your number? Bought a magnum? They said, can we have your number? I mm-hmm. said, no. They said, oh, well, you know ours. Thought it was you quite bought good. That's good. I bought them ice creams, yeah. Magnum, um, 25 years this year. Mm. Have you seen that? <laughs> it's the magnum anniversary. Is it? Oh, is it? In, in Oxford, in uh, Regent Street, in, mm. uh, in, in central London. Large oh, yes, they've got special silver ones. Big um, balloons celebrating 25 years of an ice lolly. Mm. What's happened to Yeah. commercial thing? Take? I once, um, I was at a football match with a, a, a boyhood hero of mine, Jeff Astle, who played for West Brom. Mm. And we had to get back. I'd been to a game in Portsmouth with him, and he said, oh, we need to get back to the hotel. And there was loads and loads of traffic. He said, uh, I'll get it. He, he saw a, a, a West Brom scarf out of a window. He just stood in front of it and they stopped. He said, we need a lift to a hotel, blah, blah, blah. So they just drove it, drove us, because it was him. That's amazing. And then, and me and Dave tried it. Me and David Badil, we left Wembley. And we <laughs> said, mm-hmm. do you remember that thing I, I told him about with Jeff Astle? So we just flagged the car down and said, can you give us a lift to Hampstead? Which is probably, what, six miles? Yeah, what did they say? They said, yeah, sure, jump in. No. Oh. So there's a, there's a whole brand of uh, celebrity hitchhiking. Oh, that celebrity good. or being... Yeah, I mean, I got a lift from the police once. Well, um, we all did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get much of a lift from playing them, I've got to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's... Um, Thanks for listening. It was a bit... I was, I was a bit... I'm in a new studio. I'm a little bit mm. uh, discombobulated, but we'll, be, we'll settle. Mm. And um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience.
Absolute Radio.